Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly message. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast, where every week uh, we deliver a motivational, inspirational message um, using the Bible and the Holy Scriptures to give you a creative, authentic insight on how we can better our lives. We can promote belief in ourselves and belief in the Spirit of God inside of us. Um, if you're a first-time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful that you found your way here, however you found your way here. I hope that you find something that inspires you, that sets you on fire, that gives you really something to think about, something that you can start implementing in your day-to-day life starting as soon as you listen to this message. If you're a continuing listener, I just want to say how much I appreciate you continuing to listen, continuing to tune in. I can't thank you enough. It is greatly appreciated. Um, I hope that you continue to learn with us, that you continue to share and provide any ratings, reviews, constructive criticism, whatever you got for me, make sure that you reach out. You can visit us at shapetheculture.org. That's also where you can subscribe. That way you get delivered the personal message every Monday right on time. We're going to hop right back into our continuing series titled Jonah. So this week we are continuing our series titled Jonah. Um, and this series is is meant to take us on a journey through the book of Jonah because I believe there's really so many lessons his story has to provide. Um, and I know I won't cover them all, but you know, w- with this series, I really want us to focus, like I said, on his journey and learn how Jonah learned how to accept all of himself, how to get right back on the path that he strayed from to overcome some of his fear and anxiety, um, and really just believe in himself and believe in the Spirit of God more. Um, And so last week, we took a dive into the first chapter of Jonah's story, and we read and learned about his run from the Spirit of God and how he literally told God no, that he wouldn't do what he was was asked to do. Um, And this ended with him in the belly of the beast, the great fish swallowed him up. And this gave us human nature... This gave us insight on how it's human nature to sin or, as I like to call it, missing the mark. But that missing the mark is truly just the beginning of our journey instead of the end. And so this week, we're going to jump into chapter two of Jonah and look at what happens once Jonah understands that he has been saved, but he's still stuck in the belly of the beast. He's still there. And this whole chapter is made up of Jonah's prayer to God. And through his prayer, we learn that it's okay to not be ashamed. That's the title of this message. I'm not ashamed because it's okay to admit our faults and weaknesses. It's okay to say we messed up and that we fell off our path. But when we acknowledge this, we gain power over our circumstances. We gain control over our narrative and we're free to bounce back and keep moving forward. And so I'm going to read the whole chapter of Jonah from the New Living Translation. And it reads like this. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God, from inside the fish. He said, I cried out to the Lord in my great trouble, and he answered me. I called to you from the land of the dead, and Lord, you heard me. You threw me into the ocean depths, and I sank down to the heart of the sea. The mighty waters engulfed me. I was buried beneath your wild and stormy waves. Then I said, O Lord, you have driven me from your presence, yet I will look once more towards your holy temple. I sank beneath the waves and the waters closed over me. Seaweed wrapped itself around my head. I sank down to the very roots of the mountains. I was imprisoned in the earth whose gates locked shut forever. But you, O Lord, my God, snatched me from the jaws of death. As my life was slipping away, I remembered the Lord and my earnest prayer went out to you in your holy temple. 
Those who worship false gods turn their backs on all God's mercies. But I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise, and I will fulfill all my vows, for my salvation comes from the Lord alone. You know, starting off, when, when I read Jonah's prayer, you know, and, and, and I reread it often, and it really strikes me that it's a prayer of appreciation and gratitude. Because even though Jonah was already in the belly of the beast, he had the understanding to acknowledge that God still had something in store for him, that, that it wasn't over for Jonah just yet. And what I love most about the way Jonah started his prayer is how personal he is with God. That's my first point, that that we don't we, we shouldn't be scared to get personal with God. And I know that we we debate whether God is a personal God or not. But Jonah reminds me that God is always personal if we're willing to accept God personally. And that means that the universe, the cosmos, the spirit of God is always for you. It's always with you. That power, that that connection, it's always there. You can speak to the spirit of God inside of you like you're having a conversation with the with the real person. That's that's what makes it special that you can really talk like you're talking to somebody. And oftentimes with me personally, I find that when I speak to God, it sounds a lot like I'm speaking to myself. And you know, that may very well be true because when Jonah is inside this beast, he has no one to talk to besides himself. All these words that he's saying, these these praises and these these this appreciation that he's showing, it's being spoken inside the belly of the beast. He's not talking to anybody but himself and the spirit of God inside of him. He had to give thanks to somebody for rescuing him. And the only person that it made sense to send his gratitude to was God, because Jonah was speaking to the higher divinity that he knew he was out there. Jonah knew that, you know, he might have been responsible for the storm. He might have been responsible for being thrown overboard, but he wasn't responsible for being saved. Like he said, my salvation comes from the Lord alone. And I also love how Jonah didn't focus on what he did wrong. Jonah, the moment he was saved, the moment he accepted, you know, that the storm was his fault and that he had to be thrown overboard, he moved forward with, forward with his life circumstances. And I know sometimes even when I make a mistake or I, or I happen to do wrong, I tend to focus on that. I tend to focus on like, the fact that I messed up, that that I did something wrong. I keep apologizing and I keep trying to make it right, not realizing that I've already been delivered. The moment that your problem is over or the moment that you realize that it's, that it's not all bad and that you're going to keep going, the universe is 10 steps ahead of you. So you don't have to keep trying to make it right. You have to realize that you've been saved, that you've been delivered. And inside the fish, Jonah had no reason to keep apologizing for disobedience or his bad temper. He had, he had already acknowledged what he did went wrong and paid the price by having himself thrown overboard. As Jonah talks about being engulfed by the waters and being beneath the stormy waves, he's acknowledging that his price has been paid and now it's time for him to bounce back. We can't dwell on the past forever. At a certain point, we have to live up to our actions and decisions and decide that we'll get right back and do better. We too have to be ready to look once more towards the temple and keep moving forward. Another thing that that really struck me about Jonah's prayer and what I really enjoyed was he was able to acknowledge how much danger he was in. And I do believe that everything happens for a reason, meaning that even when we miss the mark and stray from our path, we're following a longer road to our destiny and to our victory. But this doesn't mean we aren't in danger. 
because life always gives us two options. We can discover our path to victory or we can slide down the slippery slope until we crash and burn. As Jonah sits inside the belly of the beast, he's he's faced with those same two choices. Jonah could have refused to believe that he was in danger, right? Like he could have been sitting in that fish. He could have decided that it was too late to recover and just waited to see what happened. Waited until the fish swallowed him or, you know, he drowned or just never made it out. But Jonah decided to take the path of action. The power of of acknowledgement is that it allows us to move forward with a clear conscience. And so let's look at the verses. Jonah readily admits that he felt his life slipping slipping away. He felt the walls closing in around him. He felt the weight of his past decisions sinking him beneath the waves. This is our moment of truth. When life starts to put more on us than we can bear, it's our choice to let this happen. We can let the weight on our shoulders continue to pile up till we can't take anymore, or we can acknowledge where we've gone wrong. We can decide to move differently and switch up our perspective. And this is what lifts the weight off of our shoulders. The moment we choose to acknowledge just how much danger we are in, how tired we are from life, how devastated we are from our decisions, the weight is gone. It's over at that very moment. The burden goes away because we now recognize how much power we truly have. The power of our choices is demonstrated in the story of Jonah. Because we see that everything went left when Jonah decided to, decided to go the other way. When he chose to ignore the direction the Spirit of God was leading him, that's when the storm began to, began to brew and the danger increased. It's not until just Jonah takes a moment and decides to acknowledge his mistakes and choose to get back on his path that we see him come out of the belly of the beast. And, you know, so as we get as we get to the bottom of Jonah's Jonah's prayer, you know, a few questions came to my mind that I had to ask myself. And I want to ask you these same questions. You know, what have you said you were going to do but didn't do? What have you started but didn't finish? Those are the questions that come to my mind when I read these verses, because I believe, you know, we're all guilty of starting something and not seeing it through to completion. My list goes on of all the things, you know, I thought I was going to do, or I said, oh, I'm going to go do this, you know, and then somewhere along the line, I just stopped. I just didn't finish. And, you know, even when we're joking, I find it funny, you know, we say, you know, God, if you get me through this, I'll never do anything wrong again. But I think we have to understand the seriousness of that because we're making vows that we don't live up to. And yes, that that's part of our human nature. But remember, on this journey, as we continue to grow and evolve, we must reach higher. We must be able to stand firmly in our decisions and stick by our commitments. We have to assume the position of being a person that says what they mean and means what they say. And it, it it's hard, I know. It's so hard sometimes to stand by our commitments from from giving up certain foods to not pursuing certain habits to never drinking again and promising not to smoke anymore. You know, our lives are filled with constant halts and relapses. And I'm not saying we're all meant to give up those things. I'm not condemning those things. I'm speaking from the standpoint that if you know in your heart of hearts that you need to give up certain habits or stop indulging in certain vices, then you must be ready to fulfill your vows. 
This is all about what the spirit of God moves you to do personally. Like I said, we have to get personal. We have to look inside of ourselves. It's not about what others are doing. It's about what we're doing. And sometimes we're not meant to do what everybody else is doing. Sometimes things don't work for us the same way. And we have to be able to pick up on that. When Jonah was ready to fulfill his vows, that's when he was spit out of the beast. That's when we see that 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 God said, okay, let's try this again. Because see, this whole time, Jonah is praying and he's crying out to God. He is still stuck inside the belly of the beast. The storm was still raging on the outside. Jonah just happened to be protected and provided with shelter. But this was for a reason. Because we can still be in the storm and have shelter. But that serves a purpose. And that purpose is for us to reach our own moments of realization and enlightenment. Those are our moments of awakening. We're being pushed to see the other side and understand that we have to do what we committed to doing. It's a slippery slope, like I always say, and we can either crash or we can land upright on our two feet, but the decision is up to us. The choice is always ours to make. You know, the time is always now. Um, you know, those are two big things that I that I constantly try to remind myself. And, you know, through reading this through chapter two of Jonah and, and studying it, you know, it, that made it come alive to me so much more, just how important our choices are. And like, even like I said, you know, sometimes, we, you know, we're all guilty of starting something and stopping or, you know, giving up something and then relapsing. And, you know, those are just, those are just parts of life. Those are just the cycles of life. And I think those are meant to continuously wake us up and, and get us back on the right path, you know. And, you know, sooner or later, you know, we're going to see as we continue to study this book of Jonah, you know, we get it right. We finally snap into the right mindset. We have the right perspective. Everything shifts and and we start to walk our path confidently, you know, accepting all of ourselves. So thank you once again for making it to the end of this message. Thank you for listening. I hope that you you felt something, that it moved you somehow, that it inspired you, that it's going to shift your perspective and awaken you, um, give you something that, like I said, you can implement in your life starting at this very moment. Make sure you share with a friend, someone that you think would enjoy hearing this, something, somebody that you know needs it in their life. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or, like I said, at shapetheculture.org. And thank you once again. So much love. So much appreciation, so much gratitude. I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you all.